Hey everyone, welcome back. Hope everyone is staying safe. This is series two of the Sofa Club, Titans of Industry Edition, where each week a different leader will speak to us about how they got into their particular industry and how they've been able to cope with COVID-19 and how they feel the country, their company, and as individuals, they will cope moving forward. To get the backstage pass to all our guests and even be able to ask your own questions to them, remember to follow and like the Sofa Club underscore on Instagram and Facebook. So without any more interruptions, let's hear who we have speaking with us today. Today we're going to speak with a guest that I'm really excited about. We were just speaking a little bit off air and the first time we actually spoke or met each other was in 2006, which was significantly earlier than we both thought. We both remember meeting in 2012, but it's amazing. So I'm really lucky and privileged to be speaking today with Odin who is a, an artist from South Africa. And um, yeah, Odin, do you wanna give a little bit of information about yourself and how you were able to start um, doing the artwork and things like that? Yeah, um, my name is Odon. Originally, I'm from Angola, but I grew up in the Congo. And I came to South Africa about 20 years ago. Um, how, do I, how do I get to the business of art? I'll say I was born in a family where everybody was in a business. My great-grandfather, my great-grandmother, my, my grandmother, and my mother, they own a business. At the age of 14, I used to go to the market to sell those stuff. Because I used to go to school in the morning. Yeah. And then from 12 o'clock, we're done. Uh, one o'clock, because I used to study four. So one o'clock, I'm at home. And I will catch a bus to go to the market. There's a market in the central Africa, in the Congo. That's where I used to sell those stuff. Wow. And the whole family was depending on, on, on the sales of those stuff. So that, that is where I actually learned the business side of, 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 of things. Amazing. And I'm lucky enough, I was born with a with with talent, a talent. So as I grow older, I just turned into a fully-fledged business. So when I got here in South Africa in 2000, I had, I had like nothing in my pocket. I had 50 red. I don't remember how much 50 red in today's money, probably maybe four or five times. And I met my uncle who, uh, we, who came here about six years before me. And then he's, he's also an artist, so he, he gave me uh, the, the the recycled paper, the paper that he didn't. He, okay, he used it, but he, he did not finish the work, and he gave it to me. So what I did, I just turn off the uh, turn off the page, and you know, do some painting at the back with his old brushes and old paints and stuff, and then I made six paintings from those material, recycled material. I did not buy it. It was just lying there. I took those six paintings to an art dealer. I remember as a Turkish guy. Yeah. I sold those uh, six paintings for 150 rand. Okay. Which was today's money, we're looking about maybe 600 rand, about yeah. 700 rand, somewhere around there. Wow. I'll tell you, Oli, my life started there. And was that, sorry, was that just 
painting? That wasn't the, the, the sand painting that I'm familiar with. It was not the sand painting yet, but my uncle at that time was doing the sand painting. Because he's the one in, actually intro, uh, intro, um, introduced me to, to, the, to the technique wow. only. So I saw those with a painting for uh, about 700. That's where my life started. Today, I live in Cape Town. I'm married. I got uh, three kids and a wife. I have a home that I purchased with that money. And I'm paying school for my kids. I'm sending them to, to school to get educated because I am not formally educated myself. I use my skill, you know, to formally educate my kids. No, it's amazing. And it, it, it's amazing how you became able to do that through your artwork. And I have a lot of pieces of your work and it's just amazing to be able to watch you doing it. And did you straight away realize that the sand painting could, you know, transform your life? Well, when I, when I got here, um, there was not much that uh, my uncle could have given me at the time. I mean, because he's also an artist, he also trying to uh, make a living. All he did, he, he saw that I have a, I have a skill and it just uh, hooked me up with the opportunity that was was there. Because that time, it was also a perfect time because the school started to come to Langa. Yeah. Yeah, at that, that time, when I arrived in 2000. So I was able to, to make some paintings and then also present it to the, to the schools, the, 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 the ski, the kids that they come there. And lucky enough, I, I was able to, you know, to to start selling, start, start taking it serious and uh, as a business. That was after I sold the six painting with, uh, with, to the Turkish guy. So it's the same money that I bought material and then make more painting than, 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 than when I started uh, selling them to the groups, school groups that they come from England. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's brilliant. And that's actually what I was kind of leading to there. So just for any of the listeners that don't know, so Langa is a, one of the largest townships in South Africa. And what happens is regularly because of such a beautiful area and all the different sports teams there, during the whole of summer and for vast periods over the whole of the course of the year, different teams, whether they play hockey, netball, cricket, rugby, will all visit and they'll all visit Langa Township. And what Odin's saying there is that he was able to use the money from the sales of his first few paintings and start showing his artwork off to the schools. And the children loved it so much that they would start buying it. And that's exactly how we met. I was only probably 14 the first time and was blown away with how amazing his artwork was, um, which is fascinating. It's, it's a really great story. And I hadn't realized that you'd come over to, to visit your other family here as well. Yes, yes, that was 20 years ago. You know, all these, all these, it's, it's, um, the secret is you need to be passionate about what you do in life. You need to love it, you know, and you need to be disciplined for you to, uh, to be able to make it as a business person. You know, most, many, many artists, um, mostly only on the creativity side. And then the business side is the is a little lacking. I don't know if that makes sense. 
Yeah, no, 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 that makes perfect sense. You can't just have the business acumen, you need to have the passion as well, otherwise you're not gonna succeed, I think. Yeah, so the business side is something that I, I took from a family, you know, it, it was something that I was molded to, uh, uh, to that, I can say, I was molded to that. And I, I, I'm, a very great, I'm very grateful that I was born in a family like that, yeah. No, 100%. I think that's really interesting. And I, some of those stories I, I hadn't even realized myself. Um, so that's been a really great insight. Um, kind of, you mentioned it previously about the teams that would come over and they'd support the artwork that you were doing. So in South Africa as a country, we in the UK may not necessarily know. So has coronavirus affected the the kind of the trade and the people coming over? Yes. It does. It, 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 honestly speaking, um, we closed the center uh, because I have, I have opened up another place where, uh, because the, at the studio where we sell to school is only seasonal. So I have another place where I sell on a daily basis. Like we get uh, tours. I'm sure I, put, I took you there uh, yeah, uh, with, with Mr. Golding and your uncle. Yes, yes, when yes. You yeah. bought, yes. So we closed that center since last month on the 18th okay. of March. Yeah. So the other month, sorry, March 18th, we closed the, uh, the place because of the pandemic. So since then, I haven't had any income. Nothing at all. It, this is the second. This is the second month now. We in. There's no income because there are travel restriction. Yeah. Nobody's moving in more, nobody's moving out. And I really don't know how long this thing going to take. Yeah, have you have it, you found that there's, has there been a lot of cases? Do you know many people uh, with the coronavirus? Well, in South Africa, um, we're lucky enough that we started a bit early to close down stuff. Yeah. Um, in Cape Town, I know right now, uh, Cape Town is leading in terms of cases because there were 4,000 something okay. uh, cases. Very few, few uh, the deaths are maybe close to 100. Oh, that's good. Very close to 100. Yeah. yeah. And uh, other parts of the country like Joburg, they're talking about 1,000 something, you know. But Cape Town is actually uh, um, uh, leading wow. in terms of cases. Yeah. But I haven't, I haven't met anybody with the coronavirus. I haven't seen anybody or a friend or, you know. Yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is good, which is is, is good, I, I guess. Um, yes. So th obviously that's affected business quite considerably. Um, yeah, it, it, it does, yeah. Do, do you, have you been given any guidelines by the government or anything of when it could potentially reopen or travel restrictions might come come down well people saying mostly if we in the worst case scenario is december the worst case scenario is december okay september maybe they'll start easing up a few things because uh, in south africa we're only gonna reach our peak in august oh, okay yeah that's when we're gonna reach the peak is is august so september october maybe they start but our doubt is gonna just pick up one time. You know, people still anxious to leave their places, to go far, let alone moving around the country, go far. Because my business is entirely depend 
and people from overseas. I have, I have no client locally in South Africa. Yeah. So I, I, no, I was just going to say, just on that then, um, how are you doing on a personal level? Are you um, spending a lot of time, I guess, with your family? Are they okay? Are they all staying safe? And are you yeah. getting times to uh, create more artwork? Are you still be, being able to use this time effectively, maybe? Um, honestly speaking, I since we closed down, I've not touched anything. You know, I am. I have these habits uh, that before I paint, I have to be in a certain a space of mind. I have to be in a certain mood. I have, I have I, in one in one word, for me to paint, I have to be happy. Yeah. This, this is this is not a very happy time for me for for anybody else. I'm worried about uh, you know the the the, the, the half. What if we catch this? We don't know who has that, you know. You don't know where where you're gonna catch it. Yeah. I'm worried about all, all, all this, and I'm worried about the finance because the, you know, sometimes you as a business person you you have a financial commitment for maybe next five years, next three years, and that you cannot get out of it so easily. That makes sense. Yeah. Is the government helping in any way with with things like that? Well, there's there's a there's a wants of. 50, that's a 50,000 rand that they're giving to to businesses. And it takes a lot of paperwork to, to do that. Yeah. You have to have all your taxes in, in order, uh, everything. I can apply that, but the problem is the time. The paperwork, the, 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 the turnaround time, it just, it just, it, it doesn't make any difference, you know? Because I mean, they look, I have, I, I have so much that I need to pay off. Yeah, that money it's, it's just not enough. You know, it's a, it's a very 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 short time uh, we live. But what what happened is I I on on my side I found I found the banks because I owe the bank um, some money, and I found them. They given me three months of uh, payment relief. Okay. And then the the the, the that the the, the rear um, installment rear. I will add it into capital amounts, yeah. and then so probably I'll put it at the end of the term or something of the of the contract. Yeah, three months is is impossible for me to start making money again. It's it's just difficult for anybody else. I would say, even even business business are uh, open locally is still difficult to, to to do that. But it was better than nothing. So they give me at least uh, uh, um, space. You know, to to breathe. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, um, at home, I spend time with my. I have a new baby, a boy. Oh. It's just ten, about eight months now. It's gonna be eight months in a few days, in four days, in fact. Wow. So, it really keeps me busy. I feed him all the time. I, I can. It's it's like he's always with me. You know, as I, it's like I'm the mother. And the mother is like a father, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's yeah, lovely. Know, yeah, it's, it's, it's really tough. It's really tough, Oli. I, it's like, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm like, the worst case scenario, I'm five to six months to sh- totally lose everything I work for. Wow. If I might put it on. Yeah. I, got, I have, the worst case is going to be six months. Because when you don't pay, 
they will they're gonna repossess there's a, there's a lot so but i'm also trying to figure out the way you know the way forward for that i'm not sitting here and just waiting for things to happen i am consulting you know, find out how can i do this how can i do that so there are channels that i'm trying to follow and i hope uh, that it's going to work out yeah uh, and after that yeah no, I hope so too. I don't know whether this is something that I know we just, I tried to make you do this years ago, but have you thought of, I'm sure you have, having your artwork online and maybe selling it through that way? Yes. You know what? I think, I think, I think it's about time. Yeah. Good, good. I think it's about time. You know, I am, it's just that I get carried away and most of my client is like the, the working client. I get busy, so I kind of neglected that side of business. Yeah. Well, I'm, I would say I'm a little bit behind uh, the technology. Well, I've always said to you bit. that I would more than happily help and try and set up a Instagram page or an online website which you could put your artwork on, and yeah. I think that would be great. I do, I, think... have, mm, I do have an Instagram page, but what I want to do, I want to have online, like a website, uh, everything online, you know, people can pay with a credit card. I want something like that, something safe, something secure, something good. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I, I think after this call, I'll I'll give you some extra information on some services which may be able to help. But I'm really excited um, from a selfish yeah. point of view that you're going to potentially have that because I know so many people who regularly see the artwork around the house and, and would love the opportunity to purchase. Just a quick message to say our thanks to Sportsville, our sponsor, a leading hockey, cricket and racket sports specialist based on the Wirral, offering expert advice to ensure you get the correct equipment every time. They also offer a price beat promise against all major online competitors. Check them out, sportsville.co.uk. One of the questions that I had moving, which I was going to come on to next, which was how are you going to change the business in order to adapt to the new circumstances in the world and I think that you've answered that perfectly by creating a way for your online clients to be able to purchase your work without actually having to come into the country yes 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 I think I, I think I think that's a um it's as you say it's long overdue <laughs> because you've been pushing me to do that. If I listened to you, things could have been maybe could have been different by now. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I remember the, a few years, ago, probably four years ago, when I spoke to you last, and I, in person, um, that is. And I remember mentioning it, and you said, "Yes, I know, but I really like being able to see the person I'm selling to, and it's it's completely different when you're selling to someone you have never met, etc." <laughs> And that is such a good point, but we couldn't foresee the circumstances of not being able to get to you because you're busy all the year, all year round, really, with the different tours, aren't you? Yes, yes, we are. We are. We are. Yeah. Have you found that you, obviously, in the centre, you have other artists? Are you all kind of... Are you in communication? Are you all in the same position? Because um, it must be a really scary and difficult time for all of you. Yes, it will be all be all in the same situation. We are all in the same situation. All in the same situation. You spoke about the the little boy. So, uh, how have you been able to? Is everywhere in South Africa on lockdown? Uh, the supermarkets, kind of, what has been put into place? Well, we we are allowed to leave the uh, to go to uh, to the supermarket, 
buy food, that's it. You're not allowed to to drive around for nothing. If they catch you, you get arrested. Wow, so you're yeah, arrested. So, yeah, you'll get arrested, yes. Are you finding that really difficult? Uh, do you know friends or family that have been in trouble with, with that? Just because in the UK, we, we're on lockdown, we're allowed to go to the supermarket. And if you're classed as a key worker, which means um, you're working for the NHS or you, you're unable to work from home, um, you're allowed to go to and from work, but nothing else. You know, um, people are frustrated, Oli, because uh, first thing, the alcohol is not allowed. Cigarette is not allowed. These are the two things that people find comfortable when they're stressed. Yeah. They, people are stuck in the house. I'm talking about the, uh, um, uh, the majority of people, not, uh, not the upper class of, 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 of South Africa. Yeah. They, they, sleep, they live in a small space with a lot of people, family members, stuff. So the minute they stay in one place, all of them together, there's always problems, you know? From my experiences of, of Langer and other townships in South Africa, everyone, as you said, is very close together. Um, everyone's out and about all the time. I was really concerned looking over from the UK to South Africa that if some people got uh, the coronavirus in, in a township, it would spread like wildfire. Uh, so is what you're saying that so far that hasn't happened? It does happen. As we speak, Kailija, a place like Kailija, the biggest township, they got more, most cases in Cape Town is the Kailija, as Danone and the Mitch's plan. It's all these are, it's, it's like townships. So it's, it's spreading very fast. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Because people are not compliant there. They walk around, they do everything they want. Though they send the military and the police to, to put a law and order. But it, they can only do much to stop them. Yeah. They can only do much. I think that's the other side of it, especially the, in terms of the news outlets. It's, it, everywhere is focusing on their own country. And that's why <laughs> I think it's really interesting to have your insight from being in another country in Cape Town and in South Africa and you're able to give this kind of insight because yeah. a lot of people in the UK have come to the the realisation that we're on lockdown and it's hopefully not going to be forever. Um, but exactly what you said, in different circumstances, people are still breaking the rules. People are still thinking, well, I can still go out, I can still do this but it's causing great uproar in the country because a lot of people are doing the safe things and staying in the houses and not going out and others are disregarding the rules, which is putting the whole of the nation in danger and also making it longer, yes. the lockdown longer, which is kind of what you're saying, isn't it? Yes, that's what I'm saying. And we actually, at the moment, we're on level four. Uh, we were in level five uh, a month ago. So level four, um, they allow uh, people to go outside, maybe exercise, but only for a certain time, from 6 o'clock in the morning until 9 o'clock, that's it. And other than that, maybe you're going to the shop, that's it. If uh, they will see, if the cases are, are keep on going up in a certain area, we could go back to the, uh, to the level 5 lockdown again. It's really going to depend how compliant people are. As I say, 
places like Kali, Jalanga, or the township, if they're not compliant and they, the cases are going up, they're going to be quarantined. Yeah. They'll be, they're going to be all quarantined for, no one goes out for, for, for a very long time. They'll take them back to the level five. That's what's going to happen because they are danger to other people. Yeah, exactly. I think it's very scary and it's, I know you mentioned that you had the water crisis um, a few years ago, but this is completely different as well because... Yeah. This is completely, this is, this is, this is uh, international. This is for everyone. It doesn't matter uh, which uh, social class you are, you are affected one, one way or another. Yeah. Sorry for my English. <laughs> no, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's really tough. It's really tough. Um, I just finally, I, I just wanted to say, so I know you mentioned a few things that you have put into motion, but kind of on a personal level with you not being able to work and do artwork, how are you, how are you finding it? Are you enjoying, I guess, the, the, the spending time with the family? I know it's difficult to, to think about that, obviously, during considering all the other things going on, but the kind of how are you finding it? And over the next few weeks, have you got kind of things in place to keep you yourself busy and... I guess try and keep as motivated as possible. Yes, yes. I, I honestly speaking, I it's um, the positive side of of the whole this thing is that I spend a lot of time with my family. I give them all the attention they need. I I do things in the house. Mostly I cook. Yeah. You know, and take care of the baby. It's really it's that's what keeps me keeps me going. Or like honestly speaking, it it gives me. Uh, uh, motivation it gives me pleasure yeah yeah and uh, i was i wasn't being some people are very frustrated you know and even my wife was asking me how come he's so calm yeah i said to her if i if i panic it's gonna be a disaster is everybody will be miserable yeah it's not worth it for me to panic because i cannot change it i don't have control of it i can scream i can scream as loud as i, I can and nothing will change because I'm not the only person. So many people are affected. So let me make peace with it and become for the sake of you guys. Because if I'm not okay, you guys are also not going to be okay because we live in the same house. Everybody will be miserable. Yeah. No, I think I think that's a, a brilliant way of thinking of it. And I think it's the way that you have to because as you said, if you don't look at it like that, you're not going to be able to cope. And if it is for another few months at least, then by the end of that time, you'll be... Uh, losing your minds as, as the other people yeah. are doing so as well yeah yeah definitely people should just accept it okay we're in a lockdown or we uh, whatever situation just uh, just go with the wind see where the wind takes you you know yeah that's that's my advice no i think that is that is brilliant advice and um i think that that's that's really been really beneficial speaking to you about these topics and I think it's nice for the listeners to to hear your point of view of how a business such as your your own has been affected and the the ways in which you're planning for the future and the final question which you've kind of already answered but if you could just give kind of a little bit on it would that be great is so do you think the way in which you do business is going to change now for the future from the circumstances of COVID-19? Yes, definitely it's going to change in every, each and every, uh, not, not every industry, but most industry, everything will be changed. Many people 
gonna lose their jobs. Many people gonna lose their livelihood. That's also one of the change. That's one is a tough one. No one could have planned for it. And there's so many industries that have been affected and so many people are out of work with no kind of real idea on when they're going to be able to go back into work <laughs> or have some sort of normality. Yeah. It's, 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 it, is, it, is, it is tough. It is tough. But what I know that we will make it to another side, but we're going to be a little bit bruised. That's for sure. Yeah. But we will make it to another side. Yeah. And if one benefit can be said of this or one kind of happiness is the fact that I know from my, my own experiences is I've been able to speak with my family a lot more. I've been able to reach out and have phone calls with people I wouldn't necessarily speak to on a regular basis, such as yourself, which I've really enjoyed the time we've been able to, to talk. And I think that these things hopefully will bring us ultimately closer together as nations. Yes. You know, it's, we only, we all connected. We all connected. It doesn't matter the color, the religion, the, 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 the race, whatever. We all, we all need each other. Just the fact that you can't shake somebody's hand. It's, it's tough, you know. It is already tough. The fact that you can't see people on the street. We, you know, we, we used to take the life that we had and granted. Look now, we all miss everything. A simple walk in the street, go to the shop. A simple, you know, go to a petrol station, put petrol, buy some candy, something like that. We, we, we miss it now. We all need each other. Human being needs human being. I think that that is a exactly right i couldn't have put it any better myself and i think that's a lovely time to to end the podcast and i will be sure to have another conversation very soon but from me from the sofa club i'd like to thank you so much for being on and being so honest with all of your answers and i really appreciated your time and hopefully in the close in the not so distant future will be able to promote your page for you, your website, and hopefully get some new um, artwork to some of the people over here in the UK. Appreciate that. I really, I will appreciate that. And I'll make sure we give them a very, very uh, nice web. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of The Sofa Club. To stay up to date with all the latest information on new guests joining in the coming weeks, please check out our Instagram, the Sofa Club underscore. And remember that all t-shirts are now back in stock online. Stay safe and I hope to speak to you soon.